You're listening to the You Are Limitless podcast, where you're going to awaken to your limitless nature using principles of business, psychology, neuroscience, and spirituality to effortlessly create extraordinary business success and impact and lasting personal well being. Hi, I'm your host, Ani Manian, trusted advisor to the world's top CEOs, entrepreneurs, leaders, and change makers, and I'm going to help you take your life and business to levels you never thought possible. I believe that the quality of your life and business is a direct reflection of your level of consciousness, and there's a universe of possibilities waiting for you right outside your current frame of thinking. If you're ready to play the game of life and business on God mode, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. In this episode, I get the tables turned on me, and I get interviewed about the link between entrepreneurship and self-love. You're going to learn some really interesting and different perspectives on running and building a business, on how your relationship with yourself is the number one factor in your business and the biggest determinant of your success. So get ready. This episode is going to fundamentally shift how you think about you and your business. Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Rizzio, superpower expert and founder of Soul Language. And today I'm talking with Ani Mannion, and we're talking about love and the entrepreneur. Welcome, Ani. Hello, Jennifer. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. I'm very excited that you are. And I love to start everyone off getting to know you from the inside out. And the first question I ask every guest is, what do you consider the superpower of your soul for yourself? And there's the keywords, for yourself. Mm, I love that question. You know, ever since I was a kid, I've known this, but now it's really become more and more and more fine-tuned. And it's really the pivotal part of my work, which is I see right through people. I see through their stories. I see through their limiting beliefs. I see through all the excuses that they've been telling themselves about why they're not enough, why they're not worthy, why they can't achieve their biggest dreams, why they can't conquer their biggest challenges. I, I see through just all the layers that are covering up that place inside them where they're absolutely limitless, where they have the power, the wisdom, the sheer presence, the capacity to lead, to create, and to make an impact. And really that is the core of my work. Okay, but how is that the superpower of your soul for yourself? You know, it's something that I've had to do for myself. And, you know, I believe that we live in a, in a mirrored reality, right? The universe is uh, holographic. So whatever is inside is outside and vice versa. So my ability to do this for others really came from my ability to do this for myself. Beautiful. And to relentlessly just cut through my own ego, all my illusions, all my delusions, all my stories, all my excuses, all the reasons I gave myself for why I couldn't be who I wanted to be and live the life that I wanted to live. And that's really how, you know, I ended up doing what I do now. So what has been a big theme or a big story of your life up until this point that you saw through and created something more profound? Yeah. You know, 
at the core, I believe for myself and the rest of humanity, it all comes back to love because our ability to create in the world, our ability to create wealth, our ability to create impact, our ability to be healthy, our ability to have great relationships, everything comes down to the extent to which we love ourselves. And I define love in a very specific way. You know, love for me is not this action. It's not this forceful thing we do to people or to ourselves. Love to me is an uncompromising yes to everything that is alive, everything that is present. And that includes the stuff we like, and it includes the stuff we don't like, right? And it's beyond labels. So my ability to unconditionally accept every aspect of myself is the thing that allows me to create impact in the world. And what happens in those moments? Like, can you give a quick kind of tool of what happens in those moments where you're finding it a little difficult to love yourself today? Like, what what do you be or what do you do in that moment to move back into that such profound acceptance of yourself? Yeah, that's a beautiful question, Jennifer. And, you know, just to clarify, this is something that I you know, occasionally struggle with. And, you know, I don't believe that we fully transcend this because we're here in this human form on this earth in this way, so we can be in these, in these bodies, so we can live in this world of duality, so we can make sense of it. So for me, you know, when this appears, my work is in reducing and eventually removing all resistance that I have to whatever is present. So a practice that I do is when I find myself in in a state of tug of war with myself, where I'm a certain way, or I feel a certain way, or I look a certain way, act a certain way, do, you know, whatever it may be, whatever reality it is that I feel uncomfortable, I want to change. If there's anything in my field that I feel like changing, I sort of start asking myself, like, why am I resisting? What am I trying to change? What am I trying to move away from? What what am I trying to get to? Where is that grasping or seeking? And my practice is to fully be, be okay with everything exactly as it is right now. So sometimes this entails, you know, just telling myself, telling that part of me, this is okay. This is okay. And sometimes I'll just repeat that for a few minutes. This is okay. Until I find that place of stillness, that place of compassion, that place of presence in anything and everything that is present right here, right now. Yeah, I think this is really important. I think so often people think that this loving yourself is there's an end goal and there's not an end goal. There's not an end game here. You know, it's an ongoing basis. And I think they often judge themselves because they have that challenge or because they're having that thought again or that emotion again. And, and what you're saying is, is it's kind of the rules of the game, right? And allowing ourselves to move back into that acceptance and back into that knowing that we're okay. Yeah, this is, you know, this is the infinite journey. And that judgment is a kind of resistance because we're judging ourselves, expecting ourselves, wanting ourselves to be different. And if we can just let go of trying to change if we can just fully accept anything and everything that is present here without the judgment, without the shame, without the guilt, without the pressure, 
then life somehow magically unfolds perfectly. Things seem just to take care of themselves then. Yeah. But you know, the the challenge there is that most people, um, they want control because only when they have control do do people feel like, you know, they're, they're safe because we associate safety to control. And so, you know, we, we think that we have to do everything. We have to change. We, you know, at any given moment, we have to be pushing towards something else, which keeps us stuck in the cycle. Yeah. So why is, and I'm saying this with a smile on my face, why is being in that consciousness of deep acceptance, deep love, why is it so important for an entrepreneur? Yeah. And this is, you know, something that always gets quizzical looks from the people who are very business minded. And then when they finally understand this, it changes everything. Quite simply, business is love. Well, everything, right. Everything is love. So, and people don't really kind of realize, you know, they are so used to putting things in a box, good, bad, right, wrong, that um, when they start to see it, is it all just is, then you can kind of start to play with it. And I'm not talking about a manipulative way, everyone. What I'm talking about is, oh, I can move a little this way and I can move a little that way. And I'm still in that love, right? Yeah. You know, there's two ways that I see people doing business. One is from a place of deficit. So they create businesses to feel like they're in control and they struggle with micromanaging their employees. Some people, they do it to create safety in their lives. And, you know, their bank balance determines how safe and secure they feel. Some people build businesses to get the approval that they never got from dad or mom. And they do this and, you know, they're trying always to feel the validation, to feel the approval. And so, you know, when we start and run businesses that are based on this idea that we are fundamentally not okay, we're fundamentally not enough, and we're fundamentally not whole, it becomes a game of this business becomes a monster and we spend our whole lives trying to feed this monster, hoping that it'll give us all the things that we feel we lack. Yeah. The other way to build a business is from this place of love. And what that really means is coming into contact with that sense of fundamental well-being, the sense of wholeness, the sense of being, you know, just not lacking anything. And when we build a business that's not based on lack, that's not based on deficit, that's not based on scarcity, then it really becomes a vehicle to make impact, to do good things in the world, to help people with things that they're struggling with. And that, to me, is how we use business as a direct path to enlightenment. Because our goal you know, is to go deeper and deeper into the light. And we can only do that is if we carry that light in us. And that light is the light of love. Yeah, I always say people create a business first for themselves and then for others. And what I mean by that is, you know, that business is here to help you express something greater for yourself and then offer that to others. And, you know, I think so often, you know, the way we do one thing is the way we do uh, everything. So, you know, go back, listen to some of those those questions that Ani was talking about, about where you fall into that lack if in running your business. And you're going to see that that's probably a big theme across your life, right? 
And that's the hole you're trying to fill. And when we try to fill a hole by external means, it's never, it never gets filled. And that's why everything's an internal job. So, okay, so people are having some awareness. They're like, oh, wait, I've created this business based on all trying to get my dad's love. So they're having that awareness. Ani, what's the next step uh, that you suggest about filling that internal hole, not through external circumstances? Yeah, so awareness, as you said, is the first step, right? The next step is really acceptance. And there's a process that I'll share that I use with my clients Acceptance really means just coming into alignment and peace and stillness with things exactly as the way they are. So if you know your business is affected and it's not growing enough, the first step to create the growth that you want is actually to accept exactly where you are right now and to be completely okay with it. And doing that across you know, all areas of both life and business, it may be in your relationships, it may be in your health. It may be in your daily habits. It may be in how much you charge for your products and services. It's first coming into that place of acceptance. The second, uh, sorry, the third step, once we have awareness, once we've found a way to accept things as they are right now, is appreciation. And that is really about appreciating what we have. Because when we appreciate the things we have, the things we have appreciate right? And that the, the feeling of gratitude, the vibration of gratitude is really, really profound. And it's, you know, very, very closely connected to love. And that is being in appreciation for things being exactly the way they are, because often they're actually a gift yeah. that we experience as, you know, failure, we experience a setback, you know, most people in the world um, during the coronavirus pandemic, might experience everything as, you know, the worst catastrophe that happened to their business. But there's other people who are taking it as a huge opportunity. They're using it to reset. They're using it to de-stress and relax. They're using it to launch new things. They're using it to move their business online. And so when we are in appreciation, we can actually see the gift in what is true right now. I I want to go back for a moment for acceptance because I think... Um, you know, as metaphysical teachers, we can talk about acceptance and those people that are in non-acceptance go, I don't know how to accept. Like, tell, like I always go the Seinfeld moment, tell me the movie you want me to see and I'll go see it. Like, so what is a practical tool that they can have a willingness to accept or start to feel that acceptance in their body? Um, you know, those people who are really at conflict and at war and in non-acceptance, they, it might be such a foreign concept to them. So can you give us a tip about starting to be open to acceptance? Yeah. You know, with, so one of my clients, I'll give an example. Um, he was struggling a lot with his body image and that was actually translating into his business because, you know, he was coming into his business with this sense of not being enough, not being worthy, not being, you know, not perceiving himself as um, attractive. And he was seeking in his business in a way that tried to fill that void that he felt with his body. And so the practice for him was to stand in front of a mirror every day and look himself in the eye and just tell himself, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. I love you. 
I love you. I love you. I unconditionally have your back. And this, this journey of basically engaging in a dialogue with his body, his, his being completely changed the way he experienced his own self. And as that changed, things started changing his business because, you know, you talk about this too, it's all inside out. Whatever is inside is reflected on the outside. So the business is actually a reflection of someone's internal state and on their internal identity. And on the business side, you know, people deal with um, customers canceling. Um, people might deal with their business not growing as, you know, as much or as fast. And our ability to make better decisions really comes from the stillness and the spaciousness that we experience in our mind. Because when we're constricted, when we're contracted, we see it in the nervous system. So we immediately go into a sympathetic um, dominant nervous system state, which, you know, creates a charge. It creates a contraction in our physical body. We experience this in our minds as a narrowing of possibility. We don't see all that um, lies ahead of us, which includes the opportunities to make more money, to, you know, make more sales, to serve people more powerfully. So acceptance there can involve really looking at the truth of what's there. Yeah. Now, I see people actually dodging acceptance, right? People who are struggling with money, they will often play hide and seek with their money. They won't look at their bank statements. They won't, they'll avoid looking at the truth of money. So yeah. acceptance really is, can I connect with the truth? And can I hold myself there? And can I just breathe? Can I just breathe slow, long, deep breaths as I look at my bank statements, however horrific they might look? Yeah, I think that's really important. And for those of you that are, you know, I think so often that people also have money be around uh, money issues because they're building a foundation on heartbreak, right? So if that sounds like you, reach out to me. We'll put you in touch to our online program about heartbreak and money. I think it's really this, you know, if we just do, I think so often uh, when people are trying to transform, they do a million different things. But if I think that they just practice this profound um, sense of acceptance that you're offering them, that will instantly allow them more peace, more stillness, more happiness, and invite more things into their lives. So practice acceptance, everyone. Yay. Or have a willingness to accept. That's the first start. So there's going to be a lot of uh, new entrepreneurs out there. How can what can you offer them right here, right now to get them started off on the right foot, so to speak? Yeah, you know, business is actually very simple, right? We just find that people have and we solve them. And the thing is, simple doesn't always equal easy, right? So it might seem like a daunting task. How am I going to start a business? How am I going to figure out all these different things I need to do? And our human nature is to actually overcomplicate things. So what I tell them is simplify, simplify, simplify. Because your brain is going to try and overcomplicate it because that's what brains do. And so at the end of the day, the easiest way to start a business is to really, 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 really get clear on what problem you're solving. And the more specifically you solve that problem, the more um, you know specific 
uh, of a person you solve that problem for, the more specific your solution is, whatever it may be, it may be a product, it may be a service, it may be, you know, you might be a coach, you might be, you know, selling stuff uh, via e-commerce, you might be, you know, starting a, a virtual assistant company, whatever it may be. If you can get really, if you can know deep in your soul what problem you're solving, because, you know, I see this even in entrepreneurs who have 10, 50, $100 million companies, they're actually not clear on what problem they're solving for their customers. And that leads to a lot of waste. That leads to a lot of noise. And when you're starting out, you don't have the resources for that. So if you can get really clear on what you're doing for people and you can articulate that in words, you don't need a fancy website. You don't need fancy funnels. You don't need to do all the complicated stuff that you know, the gurus and people tell you to do, you just need to reach the people who you're trying to help, tell them how you can help them. And if you can do that in a way that helps them feel understood, it helps them feel like you have their back and that you genuinely care about them, then they'll buy from you. And at the end of the day, that's all business is. Yeah, agreed. Wow. Okay. So here's my last question. If you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? Mm. I think. What can you repeat that? Cause you, you went in and out there. Yeah. I think it would just say love. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. Thoroughly enjoyed talking to you today. And uh, this is a good one. Like if you're, you know, an entrepreneur or you're casting your net out into that entrepreneurial ocean, you know, let's start with answering a, you know, a question about what solution you're uh, providing people and let's start with the foundation of love. So Ani, thank you so much. My pleasure. Such a great experience to be here with you. Thank you. Everyone, if you like what you heard today, you can connect with me and all the other experts in SuperpowerNet at superpowerexperts.com forward slash the net. Don't forget not just to find your connection, but be your connection. If you enjoyed today's podcast, share it with a friend. You can find me on social media at Soul Language. Thank you very much. And thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you're the kind of person who likes to help others, then please share this with your friends and family. You know that if you found value, they will too. So please share this episode via your social media channels. Also, if you have any questions, I'm here to assist you. Please shoot an email to ani at animanian.com and I may even use your question for a future podcast episode. Also, if you want transformational content like this, please connect with me on Instagram at ani.manian. Finally, I do have a personal request. I believe that we're all here to help each other and to grow and evolve together. If you want to help awaken more people to their limitless nature, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. I'm grateful that with your assistance, we can transform more lives together. Thanks for listening and remember, you are limitless.